Hi, and welcome back to the Blasphemous Pope Cathedral. I am your Blasphemous Pope, Harry, and we have roofers today, so I'm going to hope that I can get this done throughout their lunch break rather than have a lot of noise in the background. Today's sermon, Sermon 56, No One's Coming to Save You, Part 33, uh, the wrap-up. Now, uh, when I say the wrap-up, I mean we're going to wrap up the whole focus on men's loneliness, uh, men's issues, as far as that stuff is concerned. Um, I am going to be throwing up probably a TikTok to try to advertise a a thing to try to help reach out to men. Uh, I don't have very much reach. Uh, Anybody who is listening to me, you are part of a very small elite niche group of people. Congratulations, (laughs) I guess. But uh, I don't really have the reach that some of the people who are talking about this do. But none of them are really offering any solutions. And, and uh, to be fair, a lot of them are women, and the solution is something that is an anathema to them. They, they are not going to understand that men don't need women to solve this issue. Men need other men to solve this issue. And I don't, I don't look down on them at all. I, I appreciate the fact that they're reaching out and letting everybody know that this is a problem, and we need to really start talking about it, and we need to get a solution. But they're not going to really be part of that solution, and they they need to understand that. Um, a lot of the negative feedback to bringing attention to the situation explicitly says, what, now we need to fix that issue? Coming from women, particularly feminists, and, um, you know, the new kind of feminists, not the, the, not the original feminists that are like, I'm a woman and I have power, it's, I'm a woman, I'm going to shit on men type of feminist. Then they go, what, it's our problem to fix it? We have to fuck these guys? And that's never been anything anyone has actually said. This is not about loneliness, I don't have a relationship. This is loneliness, I have zero companionship whatsoever in the world. And that's very important. Um, I don't necessarily agree that having female friends is going to solve this problem. I think this that will exacerbate this problem. We need other male friends that we can connect with, that we can um, be vulnerable around, to, to have that emotional support, to have that psychological support that we just don't have as men because we are isolated, we are surrounded by the women in our our lives and the children in our lives and we have to be strong for all of them and that puts men in a very bad position now with that all being said let us move on all right so in the wrap-up there's one thing i really want to make abundantly clear i do not dismiss women's issues i understand women have issues i understand they have problems they they have problems with loneliness they have problems with all of these things it's just i don't feel like i'm qualified to really ring the bell about this a because i have zero reach like 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 i said they i i reach out to maybe 20 maybe 30 people with each one of these podcasts at most and for the most part it's more like five to ten so i don't feel like me going out there and talking about women's issues is really going to be very impactful because i really can't provide any type of uh, realistic solution. Um, so, so I don't feel like my thoughts, especially as far as solutions are concerned, are going to be very well received by the people who need it most because I'm going to have a bunch of uh, cackling harpies, and I'm going to say that like this because 
that's how I view them, that responded to the whole male loneliness issue about how I'm mansplaining about women's issues. And I, I don't need that in my life. You don't need that in your life. I, you know, I get it that you have problems. And believe me, if any woman that actually listens to this wants to talk about female mental health issues and what they feel that the uh, solutions are or, or the effects are, um, I invite you to to reach out to me and we can try and work something out where we have a, a conversation about that. But I am not going to lead that conversation because I am not a woman. You know, it's sort of like I don't make that decision whether or not women should uh, have an abortion because I am not the woman having the abortion. It's the same thing. I, it's, it, I'm very consistent in my views and in my values. Um, so much to a fault sometimes. Now... Of course, women have issues, but seeing the data, we, we do have to understand that men are in a very precarious position. The, the suicide rate of men versus women, it's four times higher for men. Um, and there's plenty of other statistics, the, not even just the suicide rate, but the attempted suicide rate, the, um, the predisposition to uh, violently lashing out specifically because of this mental issue mental health issue is is problematic okay um but this is not a fixed pie this problem is not oh well if you're paying attention to x issue you can't pay attention to y issue and you're taking away from these people and those people they have privilege and and it's not a fixed pie we can help everybody at the same time we don't need to only help hyper focus on one group of people and help them and say fuck everybody else it's not the way you operate a community it's not the way you operate a society when you operate a society like that what ends up happening is you just end up shifting the privilege around to other people and causing problems for everyone that isn't the people who have the privilege this it's very indicative of like government. You know, when government has this issue that they're hyper focused on, they throw everything at it and they're willing to cut corners everywhere else. And it's not the way to solve problems. It's the way to make people resent each other. It's the way to breed division. Uh, this is a very divisive tactic of you can only focus on one thing at a time. You can understand that men have a loneliness issue that the, the people of color in this in this country have a an issue with systemic racism that's that's makes its ugly head rear in the face of police. You know, uh, you can also understand that white supremacists are a problem. You can also understand that women have issues. You can understand all of these things, and you can talk about all of these things. And talking about any one of these things does not diminish a the problem that those things are, or b dismisses the problems that those things are so um we have to understand that bringing attention to a problem that is completely ignored is not taking away and i want to bring back this uh old uh, this old bible story that everyone would like to throw around during the black lives matter movement about uh the parable about jesus and the sheep you know where uh, the uh, jesus says well if you have a hundred sheep and one of them's missing what do you do you you leave your sheep you go find your missing sheep and you bring your sheep back to the flock and though this has like a, a religious connotation actually about god going to tell you know going reaching out to sinners saying hey you can be saved you know whatever 
if if that's your, the thing that you like believe in, that's that's cool. But but they were using this as a well, you know, you understand that yeah, sure, you have problems, but these people have a disproportionately larger problem compared to the level of uh, the size of their demographic, and we have to reach out and give them some attention to try and bring them back into the flock, so to speak, of being treated like everybody else. Well, this is the sort of the same thing. We have to understand that men are in a very precarious position in this world, well, at least in this country, because that's where I really have my statistics from. They they are killing themselves. 80% of the suicides are men committing suicide. This is a problem. And if you can't accept that, maybe we need to reach out and try and figure out a way to bring that number down. You know, the amount of men that are committing suicide. Maybe that will also help bring the amount of women committing suicide because that's how that statistic is tallied. Don't try to catch me in some transphobe bullshit here. The fact is, it's it's tallied that way. That's the information I have. There you go. So.、Um, There's that. There's that about women's issues. I do know I was kind of ignoring it, but I wasn't really ignoring it. It's just I don't feel I'm qualified to make statements on women's mental health like I can about men's mental health because I am a man.、Um, now, I want to take a minute here to reiterate what the problem is. The problem's rooted in three, well, yeah, three really big things: society. Um, social media and the lacking of male influence, and these are really tied together because society is just a blanket way of covering pretty much all of these things. So, society in Western culture disregards men. They, the the whole disregard of men. You have to understand that disregarding men is a biological trait. It's a genetic trait because men are cheap. You know, it's the reason why men fight war. Women stay at home is because men are cheap, their lives are cheap. Women's lives are much more precious to the survival of the species. We do understand that this is a biological fact. If you can make more people, you are more valuable than the person who is just providing the the other half of that genetic material. Because there's many of them, and you you only need one for every X amount of women to to have a a. Population grow, you know.、Um, I believe uh, uh, the study that there was a study done about uh, genetic um, um, dispersal, and it was something like you could repopulate the earth if you had like three thousand people, but only like five hundred of them could be men, you know. And that's and that's sort of what I'm trying to get at here. Men's lives are not as valuable as women's,、um, and. Society has taken a grotesque form of that、um, in devaluing men just on on blanket principle that, genetically speaking, we are not so valuable.、Um, and one of the ways that it disregards men is that it has taken away every avenue for emotional support for men.、Um, these places, these spaces, are things that I was talking about.、Uh, spaces where. Men can get emotional support, can get camaraderie, can get companionship from other men, not women. This is not a a we need to get dudes dates thing. This is we need to get dudes close personal friends thing. <laughs> you know, this is 
not sexual related whatsoever. This is completely platonic and it has to happen because the problem is, is when your role in your family is the provider, the protector, the, the person who is going to uh, weather the storm in the face. Now, granted, as a family unit, maybe that shouldn't be the dynamic, but often it is because that is the social expectation of a man that you're going to provide, that you're going to protect, that you're going to weather the storm. And uh, because of that, they need to not be... They, they can't use your, their family as an emotional support system because then they won't look at them as the protector, as the provider, as and, and then the family dynamic goes to hell. We've seen the results of this. Um, we, we see the disintegration of the American family right before our eyes. It's not a big fucking secret. It's not a conspiracy. This is what's going on. Um, and one of the things that maintained that that family formulation was the fact that men had an outlet outside of their families to get their emotional and psychological support and that doesn't exist anymore um the other problem with society is and i've i've seen a few posts on this recently where um there's a, a clip from star trek kirk thinks he's gonna die uh the they they use the the Klingons to help save Kirk and Spock's there on the Klingon ship and he goes to hug Spock and he goes not in front of the Klingons and you know you know and it's a it's an emotional scene between two men and the fact of the matter is is that there are people in the LGBTQ community you can't tell me these guys aren't gay for each other that's what actual male friendship looks like you know it's not um it's not they the guy just had a near-death experience, basically, and his friend came to save him. Um, what type of reaction would you have? What? What? Uh, we we have to understand. I understand that in in our current contemporary society, the risk of death just isn't there for most people. They have never been really close to death. The closest they came to death was their feelings got fucking hurt. But the fact of the matter is, when something like that happens and your friend saves you, you know, it's it's okay if you're a dude to fucking hug him. It's okay to have physical contact with another man and it not be sexual. It doesn't have to be that way. And I'm getting kind of fucking tired of everyone assuming that just because you know you are close with another man that means that you're gay for that man it's it's not the way that that fucking works at all um so uh the other problem is is that men are only generally valued for what they bring uh whether that's uh, protection property you know uh providing money uh, resources what have you uh and this is an increased pressure for no reward. Uh, a lot of people have made posts about this, and and I, I take it as tongue in cheek when they make posts about this. But you know, they go, "Well, our grandfathers had to work ten times, had to work, you know, ten times as hard, uh, work half as hard for ten times the woman with with our grandmothers than than we do with with the women nowadays." Because the fact of the matter is, you have to be, you know, you you see the videos all over the place. You have to have six figures. You got to spend, you know, close to a million dollars on an engagement ring. This is what the 20 year olds are saying nowadays because they're fucking lunatics. Um, 
and yet the only thing that they're fucking providing is well i'll put my legs up over over my head and you can dump dump nut in me and that's 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 not enough um i know many women great women strong women powerful women that bring a lot to the fucking table and they're generally their competition is well i'm cute and young and pretty and i've got perky tits well Congratulations, but you're still a shit human being, and you really don't bring anything value to of value to the table. And I don't mean to make that that statement in the reference of like the high value people, but that's what it is. You know, if you can't cook, if you can't clean, if you can't um, uh, keep a house, if you if 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 you decided, okay, well, I want a career and I want this, and I, you 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 shouldn't be sitting there going, well. I'm a valuable woman because men generally don't value um, women with no home skills. And I know every dude's different. I don't speak for every man whatsoever. But if you're coming to me, uh, not that I'm single, but if you're coming to me and you're telling me, "Well, I'm pretty twenty and I can make you kids," that's great. But um, you know how to mend a fence. Can you hang pictures by yourself? Do I have to sit there and then do a whole list of things around the house after working 40 to 60 hours a week, after you know spending time with the kids, after decompressing from my fucking week? Am, am I going to then have to have a list of chores a mile and a half long where I'm basically not having a day off to to spend with my family or to relax with my family or my friends? Um, then you're not really bringing anything to the table. You're not making my life easier. You're just adding another dependent, and I'm I'm not cool with that. So, um, like I said, increased pressure, and there is absolutely no fucking reward, because any person who fits the criteria of the men that these women want, they can get any woman they want, and they can get women that um, have more to to offer than just I have a 20-year-old pussy. Right. So the、um, the problem is is that、uh, then we we run into the issue of well, if men need to do something, well, they need to level up. And then when the men finally do, and they go, well, I'm tired of your shit, and I don't need your shit. I'm going to go it alone, and I'll find somebody that's a better fit. Then it's oh no, not like that. You know, oh, that's toxic. Oh, that's a, and and the fact is, is it's hypocritical. Men do need to get better. There, we do need to have better a better class of men in this world. I understand that. I appreciate that, and I agree with that. But that means that women also have to level up. Society has to level up with those men, and it's not happening. All right, you you have these men that are. Doing better for themselves, taking better care of themselves,、um, making better choices for their future, and then the rest of society who hasn't decided to do anything about themselves is then now looking at them like they're pieces of shit, and that's just not fair. Now, as far as social media is concerned,、uh, well, there's the age-old problem: you come into competition with people that you would never be in competition with when you're on social media, and. The fact of the matter is, is that's depressing. It's depressing for women and it's depressing for men. So, I think that taking a step back from social media, it's not taking it so seriously, is probably、um, the best move 
we can bake. And the only way men are going to be making that move is if they are constantly reminded that they need to back away from this type of stuff. And that requires men to have honest, vulnerable conversations with other men. And that's not going to happen in a public space. So now we have the other age of information thing, easy porn access. Well, I don't have to be uh, very explicit here. If you don't if you don't have to seek women out for sexual gratification, you just won't, especially a lot of men. They are going to take the easy way out and just shuffle off a bunch of knuckle children and uh, and have a call it a day. Um, the unfortunate side effect of this is it becomes a downward spiral and there is really no end. Well, there is. There is an end, and that end is 80% of suicides in America. Um... And the third thing I want to talk about social media is this pride that people have in a second life. Now, now I'm saying second life. Second life was actually a video game created. It's basically like a simulated Earth, and you know you spent real-world money to buy in-game money to build this life around you, and you you basically basically were people who literally lived on Second Life. It was like they they go to work only to come home and live the second life for another eight to twelve hours a day, and um, I don't even know if it's still in existence. It probably still is. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is that people were busy trying to build this whole other world that they could be the top dog in and um, have pride in that, and they're completely neglecting the the very real life, their very real flesh and blood life that they. That they exist in, and they wonder why they're depressed. And the the example is being terminally online is not a path to happiness, right? Now, the final thing I want to talk about here, uh, as far as reiterating the problem is concerned, is the lack of male influence. Uh, I did mention the destruction of the family unit here in America. I want you to understand something. I, I have respect for single mothers, and I understand that it is a very hard time for single mothers. That being said, um, there was a study done by the Department of Justice, uh, and the fact of the matter is, the majority of children that come from single-parent homes, where the single parent is only the mother, generally have legal issues in their lives. And I'm going to say that again. The majority of uh, people who come from single mother homes that have trouble with the law only have a mother. Now, I understand if your baby daddy is a piece of shit or your baby daddy doesn't want to be around you. I get it. But you have to expose your sons to positive male role models. You can't just be like, well, he's... He's mama's boy and expect everything to turn out all right because obviously after decades of this happening, it's not working the fuck out, okay? Now, I, I don't want to sound unfair, but the fact of the matter is whether it's a two-parent home or a single-parent home where the father is present, the difference is slightly worse for the single-parent home but not nearly as bad as it is for the single-mother home. And I, like I said, I don't want to call out women. I know there are women who can do it, who can be a positive, uh, 
be a positive force in their children's lives and show their sons this is a positive male role model why don't you pay attention to this they they do exist but they are the rarity they are not the norm so i want you to understand i'm not really dogging single mothers but the numbers don't really lie you know and what that really means is that there needs to be men involved in young men's and boys lives whether you like it or not they they need that male influence to um set their set their sails in in a direction because the fact of the matter is is we're we're living now in a world where less men are taking care of their sons and it's not looking good all right so let's let's move forward from that now none of these things none of these problems that i reiterated none of them are women's fault now i want to take a second to say that there are women who decided to once they heard that people were talking about the male loneliness issue to become the worst person that they could fucking possibly be um and completely dismissive completely like the the first fucking point i brought about society they're completely dismissing the fucking problem and going well it's it's their own fault like like i had a hand in how i was fucking raised like any man has a hand in how he was fucking raised right uh now uh i also want to take a moment to note that uh shu had shu on head had made another video about this with the reaction so if you really want to uh see this cuz i'm not going to give these people airtime you can you can see it there um no one is demanding also that women fix it no no one who's talking about it, none of the ladies that are talking about it none of the men that are talking about it are saying hey you need to fuck dudes in order to make this stop no one is saying that no one is saying hey you need to open up and date dudes to make this stop no one is saying that either none of that is actually even being said or suggested so the fact that they go on this unhinged rant about how it's their problem to fix well i'm sorry it's not um this is not about getting laid and this is not about having a a a romantic partner at all okay so in the end the solution i don't think it's female i think it has to do with regaining male spaces in order to allow men to decompress from their lives and to have the emotional and psychological support that they need um to put it bluntly women are not the problem and women are therefore not the solution and as a woman if you're listening to this as a woman by all means share this with your male friends share this with your male family members your sons your fathers your your husbands your brothers all of these men they could be fighting a battle you don't know about and you will never know about because they understand that it's not your problem to fix and maybe possibly we can start getting something together to fix this problem rather than spinning our wheels and listening to feminists go oh poor baby um so we need a companionship revival men need to seek male companions they need to have camaraderie amongst their fellow men um and this is part of the reason why i said we need private spaces for men in complete absence of women like if it's going to be a place that serves food or serves drinks there's no there's no waitresses there's no barmaids it's men doing those jobs there are no women for men to compete 
against each other with, this is not about women. And we have to revive the ability for men to counsel other men. Um, Men need to mentor men, men that are doing better, need to need to see men struggling and be able to have that conversation have tools to have that conversation and we can't really start that until we have the space to have those conversations um they need to raise their sons and i i'm 100 with the whole baby daddy not being there is bullshit thing so i just want you to understand men do need to actually take responsibility for their sons and they need to be positive role models for men and boys that are not even their sons. It's not good enough to be, well, I'm rich, so therefore I'm doing the right thing. You got to be a good person too. You can't be fucking Andrew Tate and be a good role model because he's a piece of shit. All right. So I want to thank everybody for uh, listening to me rant about this. Um, And we're going to take care of these housekeeping notes. And then uh, I will talk to you next week. We'll try and figure out what we're going to talk about. First of all, Friends of the Blasphemous Pope Podcast, we have Real Liberty Media, Donna Van Meter, Moose Girl, uh, Amy Lynn Russell, Christy Caruana, Star O'Hara, Nathan Frazier, uh, Wild Little Podcast, uh, We Trade Free, London Gardens, uh, 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 Kennedy Edwards, and uh, Michael Witt. Uh, If you want to reach out to me, you can find me on social media. You can find me um, with my name, Harry Felker. Uh, the Discord for the Blasphemous Pope is in the description, and my website is in the description too. Uh, thank you ever again for everyone for coming, and we will do this again next week. <laughs>